from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tossed Popcorn Mini Pops, where two idiots who don't know anything about movies talk to a special guest about how they feel about movies. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And today we're joined by comedian who has written for the Kids Tonight Show and was featured on the New York Times Great Performers list, Kylie Brakeman. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Hi, Kylie. When you hear the word uh, movies, uh, what do you think about? Movies. Um, I love them. I love movies, but I would say largely, and I feel like this is the thesis for your podcast, they are long and they are for (laughs) boys. Um, Just generally, (laughs) I prefer TV. Like, I think that there is more room to, like, be creative and, like, you're not tied down to, like, one long thing and you don't have to tie everything up in a neat little bow unless Mm. you're, like, I don't know, two and a half men or something (laughs) where it needs to be resolved at the end of everything. The neatest of Um, shows, famously. Yeah, like a little neat um, tie things up with a little bow morality play, like two and a half men, um, yes. some yeah. would say. At the end of every episode, I just feel so guided, you know, in the right direction. I always learn something. I learn. I have to stop tricking women into hooking up with me. That's what I learn <laughs> almost every time. Yeah, and you keep doing it, but then you learn after every episode and you say, And oh, then gosh. every every Monday I tune into CBS and I, I remember and I go, God, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Yeah, but I I like movies, but I, I generally, sometimes I don't fully have the attention span and I feel like 
sometimes they're more predictable than TV. Um, mm. So that's that's my my movie critique. But in general, love movies. Do you try to stay up to date? We're like currently in awards season. Do you try to stay up to date mm-hmm. with like the nominees, that sort of thing? I do. I do like to um, dabble in award nominated movies. Um, <laughs> I will say I have fallen asleep for two of no three <gasps> of 10 best picture nominees this year. Ooh. It's a big year for kind of sleepy movies. Not saying they're bad. Mm-hmm. Which ones were they? Okay, I'll name names, but you we'll gotta bleep, bleep we can them bleep out. Them, yeah, <laughs> bleep them. <laughs> <You have> to, <laughs> <laughs> and you won't be able to tell. But just bleep every syllable so that you yes. can figure it out. Yeah, um, like Hangman. Pa- <laughs> um, I did actually love this movie, but <laughs> unfortunately, I fell asleep. I regret it. I feel bad about it. Um, and West Side Story, which doesn't wow. really make sense. Um, that feels like the loudest of any of those. I feel like that. It's pretty loud. It's just long. <laughs> Everything okay. is long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I watch it during sleepy time. Oh, sure. That's a normal movie viewing time, I'm told, by people. I've been having to watch them in the mornings before work every week. And uh, it's weird. It's a weird way to start a Wednesday. Yeah. It's weird to wake up and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't um, <laughs> recommend it, I guess, is what I would, how I would summarize it. <laughs> Gosh, that's so, so, that's so funny about West Side Story. I haven't seen it. I've only seen, I actually don't know if I've seen all the way through the old one. I think I saw my middle school's, high school's production of it in the eighth grade. And I was like, oh boy. How did they compare? Mm, I think casting wise, there were some probably incorrect decisions made. In both your middle school production and in the movie? <laughs> yeah, that's That'll the stance happen. I'm going to take. Yeah. <laughs> middle schools are famously bad at casting musicals. <laughs> that's 100% true. They love to do it in a problematic way. Were you a musical theater middle schooler? I like really wanted to be, but oh. I couldn't sing or dance that good. But mm-hmm. all of my friends were in the musicals. I was in theater. And so I was like very in with that crowd. And I was very in with the musical gossip, which is important. <laughs> I knew yeah. like who was going to get cast, who wasn't going to get cast, like who quit the show because they didn't want to kiss a certain person. <laughs> oh, all the drama. And I loved it. And I was mouthing the words backstage. You know, I, I was like doing people's hair. I just wanted to be around it. But I knew I knew my strengths. I knew I couldn't do it, but I do, I do love some musical theater. And I thought West Side Story was really good. Like it was shot so well. And, um, it was just like beautiful. There was that one, I don't know. I feel like it was like posted a few days ago, like, or people were, it was making the rounds of like that one take tracking shot of like the whole dance sequence and the like fifties sock hop situation. And it was very cool. Um, but, uh, it's long. (laughs) <laughs> and that's that's just movies, baby. That's yeah, that's, that's what we movies. keep coming back to. At the end of the day, they're going to be long. Yeah, and that's that's not the movie's fault. Um, <laughs> well, I yeah. just have a short. This is more on me than it is the movie. Well, we here at Toss Popcorn, we tend to believe that that is what we have been conditioned to think. Mm. That uh, that it's our fault if we don't like these things. But maybe it actually was right. too long. You know, maybe the movie was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Maybe indeed it was. I feel like I'd be remiss if not to mention that I was in the production of West Side Story at my high school. And I was indeed, uh, similarly to Kylie, I, I knew my strengths. And I, I was cut out of the dance scene, the one that you're talking about Oof. that was so beautiful. I didn't actually get to be in it. <laughs> but you got to sing. 
Uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> mostly I was doing sort of like a bit of character acting in the back, you know? <laughs> oh, so a silent member of the music. Yeah, most, mostly, yeah. I was doing some second soprano stuff, but uh, very sure. It, certain, and yeah. that's valid, too. Mm-hmm. Sienna, were you a, a shark or a jet? Believe it or not, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a quarter Mexican, and my high school was about 99.99% extremely white. And so, but of course, I was one of the sharks, <laughs> which was not a problem at the time in high school. No. <laughs> the entire Latino club from my school, which is about five of us, was, <laughs> were the sharks, which we, a lot of us were drama kids too. I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't mean to um, make this too much of a brag about myself, but I, you know what? I will. I was in Fiddler on the Roof in high school and I was playing one of the daughters, but they didn't have enough dancers for a different scene. So they pulled me from being Zytel, the oldest daughter, into just being in like a black leotard in the back of a dance number. And I think audiences were confused. You had to also be an extra. Yes, that's right. And they couldn't make it some sort of statement for why she was in it, (laughs) for why she was like suddenly in the background. Maybe people in the audience were like, ooh, I wonder what that means. Like she feels invisible. She's part of the crowd. For no reason, Zytel showed up in drag in the bar scene (laughs) where... Where she is engaged to someone else, but she's not in it. Oh, wow. My high school did an all-Christian cast of (laughs) Fiddler on the Roof. (laughs) Did you go to a Catholic school? And was that intentional? (laughs) No, it was was public school. Um, uh, No, I think there were some Jewish people in there, but uh, we we didn't do great on it. But then they also had me play, do you guys know the play Bo Jest? No, mm, no. Um, it's just like a classic sort of uh, bang, bang, bang. Uh, <laughs> yes, sixties comedy. You know, like <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's about like uh, a girl bringing home her boyfriend, who she like pays to pretend to be Jewish. It's like one of those situations. Sure. And I played a very like caricature-y Jewish mother, <laughs> and it was the second like very Jewish play with no Jewish people in it that we did that year. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> What's funny is like high schoolers, for high schoolers, you can't know much better. It's not like high stakes at the time, these sort of problematic no. things. Are, but for like the adults who are <laughs> casting it and everything or who are like, yeah, I mean, this is good. If I were a teacher, I'd be so scared. I'd just be like, <laughs> let's do, everyone is doing Winnie the Pooh every yep. single year. We're yep. not We're not doing anything even remotely controversial or culturally specific or anything. (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. These are animals. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) These are animals. You can be a tree in the Hundred Acre Wood, and that doesn't mean anything. You can be whoever you want to be. And we are safe. It doesn't mean anything. We don't have to. We can't mess this up. (laughs) Speaking of old classics like Winnie the Pooh, Kylie. Oh, lovely. um, How do you feel about classic films? We know you like some, but, you know, the AFI films. I feel like I have not seen them, to be honest. That's perfect. That is um, safe space. Let me look up That's the right answer. AFI. No, yeah, please. Top 100. <laughs> 10th anniversary edition. Okay, what do we have going on here? Um, Citizen Kane, The Godfather. Oh, I did see The Godfather recently. No, I didn't see The Godfather. I saw a different mob movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I feel then like you've I saw seen it. Raging Bull. Oh, 
I saw Gone with the Wind for sure. Ooh, baby. Um, don't remember anything about it. Four hours. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Schindler's List for sure. I saw that. Wizard of wow. Oz. Okay, good movie, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like most things before... <laughs> that's my general v- review of movies. Most things before 60s, I'm like, I don't think I've seen it, and I don't think I will seek it out. Yeah. But I should know my history. But I feel like that stops at like... The 70s. I remember specifically, I was like, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I really need to watch more movies. I need to know my references. But that was specifically so that I could bring them up in improv or that I would know what people were talking about during improv. Yeah, And now I feel like I don't need to know that information anymore. Oh, that's so funny. With the death of improv in the United States, (laughs) movies are no longer necessary. We're losing a need to know movie references in such a gracious, like, thank God. Because it, improv is so historically male that that's why we all had to know these stupid movie references because the men would reference them. And then we also had to be like, yeah, I know. I, yep. I love when De Niro did that. That's very true. Oh, Lord of the Rings. I was so going to convince myself to watch Lord of the Rings because I'm like, it's a constant reference. I need to know this. I need to know mm. what it is. Cannot get through it for the life of me. I fall asleep instantly. And this is another me problem. This reflects poorly on me, but... um, Do you often fall asleep during films? I would say, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like it. Not TV, though. Yeah, I do have a question. So, this is a TV, but this is a personal problem. Yeah, well, Kylie, so so I again, I don't think it's your fault for anything. But earlier, you were saying you watch it sort of at bedtime. Are you usually like tucked in? Do you have your Do you have like an eye mask on? It's your retainer, and you've taken a sleeping pill. I have a blanket on for sure. Uh-huh. I'm just mm-hmm. on the couch. Um, I'm drinking a glass of wine or two. <laughs> And your All eyes are open? these are contributing. Okay. <laughs> My eyes are open for a lot of it. Some of uh-huh. it, yeah. <laughs> at least at the beginning. I fall asleep when I read very often because I start breathing very slowly. And maybe this happens with you as well because movies are so long and slow moving. Because you're like so caught on the words that you're like... <gasps> <laughs> no, I think one time I went to the doctor and... They told me your resting heart rate is so low that either you are incredibly healthy or on the brink of a medical emergency. They said that to you? So take they your did. Doctors say pretty crazy things to me. I don't know. I guess I just give them, I make them like too comfortable and they overshare about my own health <laughs> at me. It's girl. wild. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you are about to die, girl. Or actually you're doing amazing and I will not tell you which one it is. But anyway, so that for that reason, I fall asleep during books all the time because of my possibly medically disastrous resting heart rate. And I guess we'll I guess you'll find out what that's all about. <laughs> this is why I don't enough. read anymore. It's too dangerous. I can't it's do it. It's too dangerous. It'll stop your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. 
I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Well, Kylie, we ask every guest on our mini pops this question, which is, is there a movie about which you just did not get the hype? Hmm. I think it is pretty much just this is like not a specific answer, but it's just the superhero genre uh, in its entirety. (laughs) I just don't get it. I don't feel any sort of emotional response to it. Not even like not fear or uh, just sympathy with the characters or uh, happiness or laughter. It just doesn't, it evokes like nothing in me. And I would be so much happier if it did. I really, I really wish I saw the Batman and Batman doesn't have superpowers. I don't know this. He's just like a volunteer firefighter. (laughs) Who's really mad. He does. Mm -hmm. He was really mad the whole time. Um, But yeah, I think just in general, it's just not for me. It's not made for me, but it's made for many, 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 many people. Again, this is a personal problem. (laughs) Oh, Kylie. Oh, oh, Kylie. Yes, I I absolutely agree with this with this statement. A hundred percent. And actually, it's a bit of a it causes a bit of tension between Liana and myself because. Oh, (laughs) oh, we have a marble. I was unaware of this. Uh, Yeah. On my side, it's. A lot of tension is no, fuming about this at all times. Uh, Liana is, of course, a Marvel fan. Thank you. Wow. And honestly, congratulations. <laughs> honestly, and- thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is why, Kylie, they put us together on a mess hall team. It's because we brought two different perspectives together. Yes. 
Yes. Yes, we were both it's, two it's white girls who did drama. It's the of ideas. That's yes. <laughs> Um, yes. 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 And absolutely. UCB was proud to present two white girls with different opinions on superhero movies. It was groundbreaking stuff, really. It's why we won mm-hmm. Mess Hall, famously. Someday we'll get to take over. Someday we will get to do our last show that never happened because of the pandemic. For those pandemic. Of, of you who are not part of this cult, um, mm-hmm. uh, UCB, so we were on the, the B team of a Herald Knight structure. Uh, so mess hall. And this every is all year there's like an Upright event. It's all improv mm-hmm. called mess hall takes over mm-hmm. where the mess hall teams are given like a main stage slot. And it's I'm like, time, here you baby. go. Yeah. And ours was scheduled for, I think like March 20th, 2020 That's or something right. like that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some, we're still holding out hope that someday <laughs> we're going to take over. I get that, though. I understand. For me, the only thing that gets me through Marvel films is just the horny element to them, which I so respect and revere in cinema. And if that did not exist, if I were not just absolutely lusting after two to ten characters in each film, there would not be anything for me. (laughs) So I I understand where other people are coming from. Okay, this makes sense. And I've never watched it through this lens before. Uh, uh So... Maybe I'll try getting all horned up before I go to the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be sleepy. You got to get very horny before you turn on one of those That's films. That's my problem. That's it, Kylie. You got to be <laughs> hornier horny when you enough. watch a movie. <laughs> That's, the... That's my whole problem. <laughs> In life? I'm too, I'm too asexual to watch these movies. Get horny. I need to like go on Pornhub for like 30 minutes and then wow. turn on the Avengers. Well, it takes about 25 minutes, minutes to find something to find something that's, you know. Yeah, uh, 25 minutes is browsing. Yeah. <laughs> find something that works. <laughs> you got to figure out what really you want to search, what you're actually doing. Yeah, I'm not doing anything to myself during <laughs> right. this no. time. I'm just like getting ready. <laughs> Simply lurking on Pornhub for 25 to 30 Oh my I'm just looking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like how they have Pixar shorts to warm you up before like an animated film. Kylie needs to watch. <laughs> yes. Roughly they should put those before Marvel movies in the theater. <laughs> they should. Horny uh, shorts. Horny shorts. That's an improv team name. Oh, God. You're right. <laughs> You're just right. <laughs> you were so Kylie. mad. <laughs> you were so really mad it. that I was right. Oh, I want to check in with you just about your current vibe on improv. Like, what are your feelings about it now that we are sort of two years approaching the two year anniversary of not taking over? Wow. I just like haven't really done it. Like I've done a few um, improvised like podcasts and like Zoom shows. um, Mm -hmm. But within the past month, I've done it live like twice, one in a backyard, like doesn't count setting. And then one like at a bar and it was jarring. I'm like, Oh, I forgot. This is like really fun. And I don't have to prepare anything, which is very cool. So the lazy part of me is like, Oh man, I wish this would come back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just haven't really, but I would be, I would be down. (laughs) (laughs) I am not inviting you to do an improv show. Do not worry. Important question. Uh, Kylie, fuck, Mary kill, Citizen Kane, The Godfather, or Casablanca? Okay. This is awesome. I haven't seen any of these. Um, Perfect. But based on just like vibe and mm-hmm. the sound of the name alone. <laughs> yeah. I f- Which is how most people <laughs> um, decide these things about people yeah. as well. So yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Exactly. This is just like I'm meeting them at the bar for the first <laughs> time. And this is this is my best guess. 
Um, I feel like I would kill Citizen Kane. I don't know why, but I, I something tells me I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would marry the Godfather for protection. Oh. Um, and smart. I smart. would fuck Casablanca because that sounds kind of like... Like a like a fun fun little uh, old timey horny time. Mm-hmm. Very politely horny. Yes, very still in the um the the transatlantic mm-hmm. uh, time period. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That era. <laughs> transatlantic. The era of the, the era most erotic of people. voice. <laughs> You're hysterical. Oh. Whoa. That is, you know, what they actually should make is porn, but with transatlantic accents. I, I think gonna, that would really. Do you think that's a section in Pornhub? I mean, it's, it's got to no, be. How am I going to pay for this pizza? <laughs> You've been a naughty student. See? The world's looking for it. The it's a niche. Yeah, it's absolutely a niche that needs that needs populating. The next time you go to watch a film and you do your warm up, let us know if your search on Pornhub yields any transatlantic results. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. That'll keep me up all night. (laughs) Again, not doing anything. No. Just enjoying the ride. (laughs) Marrying the Godfather is a very, very smart... Because yeah. you're thinking long term with that one. We haven't we haven't heard that before, and people will often actually say opt to kill him for protection, which I you know I understand, oh, but that okay. actually could th- I think that's going to get you in trouble though. There's no way mm-hmm. you're getting away with that. I guess that says something about like people's like if people come in very confident, they think that they can kill the Godfather. Yeah, but if you're someone like me who is not like physically confident in my ability yes. to like run or hide or kill, <laughs> like I think I. <laughs> My only option would be to, like, if you can't beat him, join him. I have to marry yeah, the Godfather. Yeah. yeah, that's really smart. <laughs> it also seems just like in a movie sense, a good movie. I'm just guessing it's a good movie. I think Sienna would maybe agree with you on that. Right? It's not. I did not think okay. it was the worst movie that we had to watch. It is. It's just entire. Uh, it's entirely too long. It's like there are like four mm. good scenes and then the rest could have been cut and they keep it. And then we're still supposed yeah. to just say that that's that the whole thing's good. Eh. I think that most like great three hour movies, 20 to 40 minutes could be cut out of it. No problem. <laughs> no easily. problem at all. Like Li- lift right easily. out. <laughs> you could literally just take 30 minutes in the middle, regardless of what's happening in those scenes and take it right out. It'll be fine. We would figure it out. We would the, trust your audience more, you know, <laughs> says the podcast about two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're like we'll get it we never get it <laughs> we'll get it <laughs> we'll get it on the wikipedia later stop showing me more movie true well kylie if you were to make your own kylie's 100 greatest movies list what is a movie that you would put on that list and this is for like it doesn't have to be you think other people would like it it's just to you that movie yeah. is perfect okay I, I'm I'm famously bad at ranking my like favorite things, but just like generally mm-hmm. like top five. Yeah. Uh, what comes to mind is I love he- uh, Hereditary. Wow. Um, oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> again, we haven't asked you about your favorite ones yet. <laughs> it doesn't. Interesting. Oh, what a spooky. Right. <laughs> what a spooky. It will keep you awake, I guess. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, big boo moment. I did like almost have to leave the theater watching it because I I felt like intense anxiety for a little bit, but I was like, this is really good. I got to oh, stick it wow. out. Let's see what else. I loved licorice pizza. Mm. Um, I have the memory of a goldfish. Oh, also, that's perfect. So it's like, 
What a, what a contrasting pair of films <laughs> to select. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what was it about licorice pizza that you enjoyed? I just thought it was just like a happy romp, fun <laughs> time. And it made me want to be in the seventies. I just felt like I was like mm. driving through a car through a just car. Rolling down. <laughs> yeah. I was in a tiny car with a bunch of knives, absolutely demolishing a Prius. <laughs> That's what I was doing. And do you feel at all, because you grew up in Southern California, right? Do you feel yes. at all that that was a, an element of connection that you had with licorice pizza? I think probably. Mm. I think it was very like, this is the valley. We're now we're in Van Nuys. Now we're in Burbank. Like now we're at, like, and so I think it felt very much like this is where, like, this is an ode to mm. where I'm from. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I love being like where I'm from about <laughs> Los Angeles, California, but my hometown. <laughs> but it was nice. It, it felt very like LA nostalgia, even though I don't. It's just like a, a, a very like picturesque, nice time. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. Not many movies are like that happy. Yeah. There's so many other movies I love, but I cannot think of any of them. No, I can think of perfect. movies that I fell asleep to, <laughs> movies that really scared me. <laughs> and licorice pizza. <laughs> oh, I love so much that Hereditary was the first one that you said. That was beautiful. Oh, and like Best in Show, like Christopher Guest oh, yeah. um, movies as well. Those are really fun. Um, the Simpsons movie, put that on a list. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Spider Pig, come on. Oh my God, a song, the song yes. of the century, really. You know what song people don't want to talk about from that movie is the one about the guy picking up his sausages from the floor, the truck driver. Like, picking up my sausages, oh my going on the floor. Picking up my sausages, I'm opening the door. And then he gets hit, hit with something. And that's the Simpsons movie? Why don't I remember that at all? That's so people, funny. They're trying to, someone, the, the, the powers that be want to systematically government. remove it from the American yeah. consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a whole Mandela effect yeah. situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, where only Sienna remembers the entire song. I've been, I've been trying to spread the word. Every episode of our podcast, I've said it, and we've had to cut it out what? for time. <laughs> yeah, Sienna mentions that, and I sing a Broadway tune, and then we edit everything out. Well, Kylie, we have approached the end of the podcast and we ask uh, every guest, we end our normal episodes by saying, thank you. We love you. Bye. But we ask our guest on our mini pops to pick a word to replace bye with that you feel sort of sums up the vibe of today's little chat. So feel free to take your time thinking about that. In the meantime, I'm going to take a lot of time. Please do. <laughs> and we will not cut it. <laughs> we will keep it in. <laughs> um, in the meantime, is there anything you would like to plug to promote? No, I, you can follow me at Dead Eye Breakbend on all platforms, and I have a bunch of like fun live stuff coming up. Also, I have an improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcast, very another Hollywood podcast uh, called Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. So you should check that out. It's goofy perfection. Yay! Go follow her. She's so so funny and perfect. Have you settled on a word for us to end with? How about got a blast? <laughs> perfect. Okay. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into today's mini pop with Kylie Brakeman. We will see you next time. Thank you. We love you. God a blast. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.